Hello, and welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill. This is episode 21. Thanks for listening, guys. That's right, episode 21. If episodes were years and the podcast was a person, the podcast could drink itself silly as of right now. Although you shouldn't do that, of course. You need to drink responsibly. So how's it been, guys? Another week flown by. We are deep within the dregs of June. The town is starting to smell bad from all the warm weather. And we're looking at some 90 plus degrees come up here this weekend where I live. So I think that will be a perfect time to stay inside and play some Atari games. We got a good one tonight. But first, let's look at the news. Let's see, what have we got here? Oh, this is awesome. Doctor Who starts filming again in two weeks, and the awesome Michelle Gomez will be back playing Missy at some point, to the surprise of no one. I'm so excited! If I had an audio clip of crickets chirping right there, I would insert it, because for all I know, none of you have even heard of Doctor Who. However, this news really excites me. My nerddom is many-faceted. Many sides to my nerddom. I'm sort of like the 20-sided die of nerddom to in yet another nerd reference. In other news, Atari still has not called to ask me to write either their Centipede or Missile Command movies, though I'm pretty sure this week's episode is going to seal the deal. If I'm wrong and Atari doesn't ask me to write a movie, then Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast will eat an Atari game controller live on the podcast. You asked him. He'll deny he said that, claim he's never even heard of me, but I know he'll do it, because everyone wants me to write these movies. Everyone. Don't be shy, Atari. Let's do this. Alright, moving on to this week's game, and it's a good one. Missile Command, an Atari game from 1981. I swear this has been on the schedule for a while. I didn't even know Atari was making a Missile Command movie when I put this on the schedule, but I think it just proves uh, fate has played a hand. And Atari, do you really want to tempt fate by overlooking me to write your movie? I didn't think so. I really like this game. This game is awesome. It is so awesome, it comes with its own manual. That's how awesome Missile Command is. So let's read it. Gameplay. The object of the game is to defend your cities and missile base. The enemy fires interplanetary ballistic missiles and cruise missiles, both of which are aimed to destroy your cities and missile base. There are two types of cruise missiles, smart cruise missiles, which try to evade your anti-ballistic missiles, ABMs, and dumb cruise missiles, which fall on a straight path and continue cranking out Mission Impossible movies. (laughs) The enemy attacks in a series of waves that may vary in the number of attacking interplanetary ballistic missiles. Each consecutive wave moves faster. The faster the wave, the more difficult it is to defend the cities. So, the faster the wave, the higher the scoring. See scoring for details about waves and scoring. With each wave, you have 30 ABMs for defense. Your launching missile base, bottom center of playfield, contains only 10 ABMs at a time. As each set of 10 ABMs is fired... By the way, if you experience 10 ABMs in a 24-hour period, you should consult with a doctor, because you may have some sort of intestinal problem. But in this game, as each set of 10 ABMs is fired, you automatically receive 10 more from your underground missile dump bottom left corner. Once you have fired all 30 ABMs, you are screwed. I mean, you are defenseless until a new wave begins. So make your missiles count, friends. 
You must protect your launching missile base from enemy fire. Once it is hit, all of its contents are destroyed. However, you still have the remaining missiles in the underground dump. The game ends when all of the cities are destroyed. Then there's the using the controllers section with the helpful little diagram that tells you how to move your joystick to the left, to the right, diagonally, up and down. Use your joystick controller and the left controller jack. There are one and two player games on here, by the way. 34 of them, as I recall. Although, it's a little confusing how each game differs from another, other than, like, the first 17 are one player games and the, first, and the last 17 are two player games. But I jumped ahead in the manual. Sorry, it's my show, I can do that. Use the joystick controller as a target control for your ABMs. Move the joystick up, down, right, left, okay, I covered that. Consider the joystick as a target control for your missiles. Wherever the target control is on the screen, when the button is pressed, will be the exact location that your ABM explodes. Once you have launched an ABM, you can move to a new target and launch again while the first ABM is in flight. The best way to destroy the enemy is to place the target control directly in the path of the interplanetary ballistic missile. The ABM must make contact with the tip of the enemy's interplanetary ballistic missile. Some game variations have a fast target control, and some have a slow target control. The faster the target control moves, the harder it is to position below the enemy missiles. See Game Select Matrix for the games which feature a fast target control or slow target control. I believe in tonight's field report I played game one, which as I recall is a slow target control game. Uh, console controls. Game Select is where you select the game. Game Reset is where you reset the game. Difficulty switches. Missile Command has two difficulty levels, A and B. The B level is for normal gameplay. Level A is for the skilled Missile Command player. I wonder which one I played. Just a second. I will look. Uh, as it happens, I didn't check before I played, but I had it on level A, which is the skilled Missile Command player. But I could have told you that. And just did, because I read it in the manual. When the difficulty switches in the A position, your ABMs move at a slower pace, making it more difficult to defend your cities and your missile base. Each player may choose his or her own difficulty level in a one-player game using the left difficulty switch. For two-player games, the left, the left player uses the left difficulty switch, the right player uses the right difficulty switch. When you become skilled at Missile Command, try game 16 with difficulty level A for a real challenge. I'm not sure I've ever done that. Maybe when this thing is over, I will try it. Scoring. There's one thing you don't have to tell me about, it's scoring. Am I right, guys? I host an Atari podcast. Uh, anyway, oh wait, they're talking about something else. You score points when you destroy interplanetary ballistic missiles and cruise missiles. You also score points for unused anti-ballistic missiles and saved cities. Because each wave of interplanetary ballistic missiles moves faster, the point for the higher numbered waves are multiplied. For example, waves 9 and 10 are worth 5 times their original point value. And then there's a little chart that sort of lays all that out. Unused ABMs and saved cities are tallied at the end of each wave. Between each consecutive wave, the cities fall and rise again when the next wave starts. Uh, and it actually looks kind of cool on screen. A bonus city is awarded every 10,000 points. If your score reaches 10,000 points at the end of a wave and all six of your cities are destroyed, you still receive a bonus city and another wave of interplanetary ballistic missiles will attack. Bonus cities are saved if none of your cities are destroyed. A musical tune is played each time a bonus city is used. And then the next session gets into the game variations that basically amounts to slow, fast target control, 
smart enemy cruise missiles, dumb enemy cruise missiles, which would be anything where cruise is not playing an action hero. Oh wait, that's something else. There are children's games. Games 17 and 34 play... 30, 34. Games 17 and 34. I swear I'm only partway through my first beer. Play at a slower and easier speed for young children. They have dumb enemy cruise missiles, slow target control, and the enemy attacks at a slower rate with less missiles. As children become skilled at this level, they should try the more difficult game variations starting at game 1. Two-player games. Games 18 through 34 are two-player games. I think I mentioned that earlier. In two-player games, each player alternates as base commander one wave at a time. The left controller player begins the game. Each player's score appears at the top of the screen with each turn. At the end of the game, both players' scores are alternately displayed on the screen. Helpful hints. You may fire up to three defense missiles simultaneously. After pressing the controller, fire button, move to the next enemy site and fire again. Do not wait for the explosion before moving. Once a city is destroyed, you no longer can defend it, so concentrate only on your missile base and save cities. Ignore enemy fire aimed at cities already destroyed. Smart enemy cruise missiles are easiest to destroy if your target control is directly on them. When it is directly on them, the enemy cannot detect your ABMs. Alright, well that's basically the manual. I think I mentioned I really like this game. When I think of Atari, I don't necessarily think first of, like, Space Invaders or Pac-Man or even, like, Donkey Kong. Well, I probably think of Donkey Kong, too. But the game, one of the games I think of first is Missile Command. As a kid, I'm sure I must have played it first at my brother's house. My brother's a bit older than me, and he was cool because he had his own apartment and stuff, and I could go see him. And he had, he was one of the first people I knew who had, like, this new thing called uh, home computer games. And he was the first person I knew who had an Atari. And I'm sure that I played Missile Command at his house first. And thought, well, I gotta have this. And then got Missile Command when I finally got my Atari. Atari uh, Missile Command then was always a fixture of my childhood Atari gaming life. And I'm a little surprised at myself that it took 21 episodes to get to it for the podcast. But here we are. Alright, so what's next? Uh, oh, wait. Oh, Oh, steady, Bill. Control yourself. I just looked back at the beginning of the manual, and there's a story. Oh, steady. I think I just peed a little. That's right. Chapter one of the manual actually is a story. Oh. It's called Your Commanding Orders. Aliens from the planet of Krytol have begun an attack on the planet Zardon. The Krytolians are warriors out to destroy and seize the planet of Zardon. Zardon is the last of the peaceful planets. The Zardonians are skillful and hard-working people. Their cities are built up and rich in resources. It is truly a planet void of crime and violence. Zardon has a powerful defense system. Several anti-ballistic missiles bases have been established within the cities of Zardon. The Zardonians are ready for this attack and are prepared to fight to save their cities. As base commander, it is your responsibility to protect and defend six cities on the planet of Zardon. The Krytolians have begun firing interplanetary ballistic missiles. They are aiming at your cities and missile base. Your only defense is to fire back with anti-ballistic missiles. But watch out, the Krytolians are sly. They also have cruise missiles. Cruise missiles look like satellites, but they are just as deadly as the interplanetary 
interplanetary ballistic missiles. Use your anti-ballistic missiles, ABMs, to stop the enemy before your happy and harmonious planet is destroyed. The end. Or is it? Will you survive? Oh, man. There's nothing we love on this podcast more than a good story. Well, cheese and a good story. Well, beer, cheese, and a good story. But all three are really up there high on the list. All right, so I think after the break, we skinny dip in some Armageddon and maybe have a snack. This is the life. It's a beautiful day. I got a sweet job here at the Nuclear Command Center. Got my lunch pail, got my newspaper. I'm gonna take it easy today. Nothing's gonna happen on my watch. No siree. This mutually assured destruction stuff is awesome. Nobody would dare to launch a nuclear attack. A first strike. That would be insane. So I can just kick back and wait for my pension to kick in. Yes, sirree. This is pretty... Hey, wait. What's that up in the sky? Ah, damn it. It's me firing my missiles. My countermeasures, I guess. As missiles rain down on my six cities. Under my watch. I really like the look of this game. It sounds cool, it looks cool. The icons that represent the cities are just right. Admittedly, the stockpile of missiles that you have at your disposal look like little rabbit dudes. But other than that, the game looks really good. Uh-oh. It's always cool when you can take out two missiles with one shot. Uh-oh. Ha! You thought you were going to take out my stockpile, didn't you? You thought wrong. Hey, I have 1,970 points. 1970. Almost the year I was born. But not. I was getting a little too eager, too eager to keep shooting, so, uh-oh. Ha! Bakersfield is safe. I was getting a little... And then that little sound chimes when I get too eager to shoot and I temporarily run out of missiles. can't get Davis, California. Uh-oh. Sorry, Bill Kendrick of the XEGS podcast. They just took out Davis, California. No Atari party for you. Well, I still have four cities left. That's all you need, really. 
Right, you got Des Moines, Chicago, uh, Salem, Massachusetts, and uh, uh, I don't know, a suburb of San Diego, and you're fine. I lost the suburb of San Diego. There's one of those whistly missile things. Ah, took care of him. Uh oh. Okay. This is hard work. They should have put somebody competent in charge of all these missiles. Ooh, this is bad. Ooh. That was a costly round. Only Des Moines remains. Concentrating all their fire on Des Moines. What Des Moines ever do to you? Oh man! Now I'm just fighting for pride. You took my pension, you sons of bitches. Oh well. Ooh! Yay! I got the suburb of San Diego back. Still no Davis, California though. Sorry, Bill. Uh-oh. I get to die again today. Which is a lame title for a James Bond movie. And that dopey joke is the last thought I'll ever have. Well, from beyond the grave, back to you in the studio. Alright, so that's Missile Command. I'm speaking to you from the ruins of the lovely planet of Zardon. It's what you get for being peaceful and non-violent, I guess. It's kind of a strange message to convey through a kid's game, but alright, there it is. I really like this game. I always have. I think I mentioned that earlier. I had totally forgotten until I read the manual, getting ready for this episode, about the whole alien space battle angle. I just always took uh, this game, maybe because of the era I grew up in, I just always took it as a Cold War nuclear Armageddon-type game. Uh, sort of Atari's answer to the freaky-as-hell TV movie The Day After. Kids, go ask your parents. Nothing about the gameplay that I described in that field report screams to me alien planet, Kratolians, Zardonians, none of that. There's no spaceships, there's no aliens. They just look like cities and missiles and whatnot, and mushroom clouds when the cities get destroyed. But, you know... They gave us a story, they gave us a setup, I'm appreciative of that. And on this podcast, we give everything a fair shake, except the cat. Trust me on this one. So, when you hear about this game, or play it, which I'm sure many of you have, does the game put you inside the planetary struggle? I might have other ideas how I would go with the Missile Command story. Hear that, Atari? I have ideas. But for now... We'll sprout our little story seedlings from the briefest spores of new life that 1981 Atari ate in one spot, then pooped out all over the gaming landscape for us to enjoy. To the five plot elements, which are, as always, introduction or exposition, rising action, climax, the falling action, and the resolution or denouement. So, here's how I picture the story, the little setup that 
Atari has given us in the manual. Here's how I picture that story starting. I'm a dude going to work at the you know, Missile Command Center. I accidentally switched lunches with my kid rushing out to get to work today at the command center and ended up with a sandwich of cheddar cheese and grape jelly. I didn't get to eat it, though, because this was the day the world came to an end. Yeah, it could be worse. So that's the setup, right? Just Joe Lunchpail going to my boring job where nothing ever happens because attacking someone with missiles is insane and just mutually assured destruction and all that crap. But today, fate decided to smack me in the ass. So that's the setup. Rising action, okay? We're... Zardon is under attack now, so we gotta step up and do our thing. The first Kratolian blast took out the top brass. You're in charge now, Lieutenant, Sergeant Major Squirrel said. His name was actually pronounced Squirrel, but everyone called him Squirrel, which seems kind of disrespectful now that his head melted, but what can you do? So I took my place at the con. The six major cities on Zardon were still safe, and I had to protect them. And if it was the last thing I'd do, and probably would be because I really suck at this, I had to hit back at those plonkin' Klarnocks, sorry for the profanity, with every missile at our, I mean now my, disposal. Okay, so the fight, uh, uh, the, the fight has started, the attack has started, and I have stepped up and jumped into the fray, and swung into action, and done all of those other things that basically mean I'm fighting back. The action is rising, rising. the tension is rising, things are getting serious, friends. So we hit to the climax, where I choked, panicked. I didn't get to the fire button quick enough, so the city of Zarn was lost. Sorry, Zarn. I could almost hear the deadly howl of the incoming missile, then the silent screams of the city's doomed citizens as civilization mushroom-clouded. It's a verb. I just decided. It's the end of the world. What are you going to say, no? We have no idea what a mushroom is here on Zardon, but the people of Zarn are still just as dead, so back off. I dated a girl from Zarn once. She dumped me for the captain of the Flartog team just because he had a huge wobblestone. Now that really has anything to do with not getting to the fire button to defend the city right away. At least I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Anyway, the fighting has been intense, but I did okay. I lost the rest of my command team. It was just me versus all of Krytol. But I blocked every shot. We might just win this, I said to, you know, no one. Big climatic battle. We lost a city. Things are looking kind of bleak. bleak. So what's going to happen now? You know, we're kind of at the point of no return. We know that, that the end is coming. So that must mean we've hit the falling action portion of the story. Where, well, yeah, four more cities fall. I weep for every dead Zardonian. The tears sting a lot. And it's hard to see the targets on my video display. Also, I got the targeting computer mixed up with my iPad. I thought I was ordering the new Neil Gaiman novel from Amazon and instead I while I was doing that I accidentally let two more cities fall sorry it seemed only a matter of minutes that only my hometown of Chlamydian remained 
one city left. The final stand. Or sit, you know, because Squirrel isn't going to use his chair anymore, and it's really comfortable. It's got one of those vibrating massage things on it. It's awesome. Now we've arrived at the resolution of the story. Denimois, if you like. So, I'm working really hard defending Chlamydian, my hometown, the last bastion of civilization on Zardon, when, well, I kind of had to tie my boot. I'm OCD like that. I just can't leave one lace longer than the other. So I bent over and, yeah, bye-bye, Chlamydian. Sorry about that. My laces look good, though. The Critolian occupation forces took away my lunch before incinerating, incinerating my home world. So at least I don't have to eat that stupid cheese and jelly sandwich. Gross. And that's our show. But before we go, Bill Kendrick of the Atari XEGS podcast dodged every missile I launched to get in here and tell us about the Atari party happening in California this summer. So I think we should let him. Take it away, Bill. Hey, Bill. It's Bill Kendrick from the XCGS Cart by Cart podcast. I want to let you and your listeners know that I'm hosting my 8th annual Atari party this summer out here in Davis, California. That's near Sacramento and not far from the San Francisco Bay Area and Silicon Valley. It's free and will undoubtedly have at least one Atari 2600 set up. It's a one-day event on Saturday, July 30th. Visit newbreedsoftware.com slash Atari Party for more info. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. Thanks also to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for Creative Commons use of his songs, Reformat, Take a Chance, and Pinball Spring. You can email me at AtariBytes, A-T-A-R-B-Y-T-E-S. The address, email address is AtariBytes2016 at gmail.com. You can find show notes, other episodes, and links to social media at ataribytes.libsyn.com. You can find episodes of the show on Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and iTunes, among many other podcatchers. Wherever the option is offered, like, for example, iTunes, do please leave a review. It helps the rankings of the show, and it silences the howling wolf monkeys. You can like the show on the Atari Bytes page on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Atari Bytes, A-T-A-R-B-Y-T-E-S, or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee. And you can help support the show on our Patreon page and by shopping at our Zazzle store to find cool Atari Bytes stuff in the AB underscore pod underscore store store. And if the wolf monkeys are feeling benevolent, you can check out my other podcast, which comes out once a month, called It's a Podcast, Charlie Brown. New episode drops on the 15th of every month. Do please check it out and tell all your friends. Coming up next week on this show, which will drop on June 19th, and June 20th is the first day of summer, we'll be playing Kool-Aid Man. Oh yeah! So until next time, Go play some old games. They've missed you.